You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams over the course of seven years, now just a bunch of media gigs like a lot of you know, love calling the Eagles preseason games. This week, I actually have a Westwood One national radio broadcast, Hawaii at Vanderbilt, Saturday night, week zero for Westwood One in Nashville. Really looking forward to that one. Love all of the podcasts. If you're not listening or watching the Even Money podcast, the betting podcast, you're missing out. That's probably our most popular podcast these days. Although this time of year, people are all about Joe's Tears on the Fantasy Feast podcast. So if you missed quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, receivers, listen or watch youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, the last four episodes, so you can hear all of Joe's different categories, which guys go in which category. It's fantastic. One of our most popular series of the year. Absolutely love it. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. You can always check me out on social media. Appreciate those of you that do at Ross Tucker NFL. You get the highlight clips of this episode and all the other shows at Ross Tucker Pod. Joe, of course, is the great Joe Dolan over at FantasyPoints.com, where it's not too late to sign up and cram before your fantasy draft. FantasyPoints.com, just use the code 23FEAST. Joe is at FG underscore Dolan. By the end of this week, I will be picking... All of the people that are in the second best ball draft going head-to-head against me and Joe over at DraftKings, the winner gets $500. So not only is it free to enter, not only do you get to test your draft skills against me and Joe, if you win, you get 500 bucks, which is pretty darn awesome, courtesy of DraftKings. Very much appreciate those dudes. In fact... Appreciate them so much. I'm just going to talk about them right now. Got to talk about it at some point. Might as well do it now. I mentioned my college game. You've waited all year. The time has finally arrived. College football is back. The traditions, the tailgates, the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers, that could be you, can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet They got Notre Dame Navy, San Jose State, USC, and of course my game, Hawaii and Vandy. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code ROSS. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. So Joe, we got a lot of things to get into because I need to get your thoughts on who stood out from preseason week two. 
We also have some injuries that we need to discuss that are going to affect some receivers early in the season. Terry McLaurin, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. So there's quite a bit for us to discuss. I should have mentioned earlier, if you want to get into this best ball draft, either take advantage of any of the sponsors that you hear on the show, or you see over on the sponsor page at RossTucker.com, or just go to WestShoreHome.com slash Ross and get a free estimate for a potentially a new bathroom. We posted that on social media several times over the last week or so, so if you forget, go to at RossTuckerPod or at RossTuckerNFL and just click the link. Can't wait to go up against some of you in best ball. Speaking of that, Joe, this is pretty cool, actually. DraftKings on social media solicited, uh, solicited, solicited, that's not a word, solicited some roster submissions from people from their DraftKings best ball drafts wanting to see what they, what kind of drafts they had. And then you and I, we're going to go through more next week. So next week's going to be a lot about transactions, right? Final cuts are next Tuesday. So us recording next Wednesday is perfect. So we'll be all over the all of the different transactions, trades, guys that get cut, guys that get picked up. Joe and I will own that next Wednesday here on the Fantasy Feast. But we'll also get into a couple of these roster submissions, which are awesome. We're going to call this little film session, Joe, where I'm going to read off the roster to you from some of our listeners. Let's start with Keep the Beat 929. He's got Justin Fields at quarterback, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard at running backs. Wide receivers are DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, he's got one of your favorites at tight end, Joe. Yep. Chig Okonkwo. His flex right now is Gabe Davis. Some of his backup running backs include Khalil Herbert, Rashad Penny. Your thoughts on keep the beat 929. Uh, this team probably waited a little longer to get wide receivers than I would like. Um, there is a lot riding on Justin Fields here because DJ Moore is the number one receiver on this team, but there is that stack. Um, this team, like Ross, this team's entirely dependent on Justin Fields. Now I would have liked to see what wide receivers were available when Tony Pollard came off the board. Austin Eckler is a great value at a uh, ninth overall. But there is a ton riding on Justin Fields because of the Fields more and even Khalil Herbert stack here. This team's a little thinner at wide receiver than I would prefer. I like it. Um, it's funny, you know, Joe, I'm not very good at this clearly because all these rosters look good to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like all these rosters, I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, they got that guy and that guy. Um, all right. Next up, we got W. Morris 23. He's got Mahomes at quarterback, another guy with Austin Eckler at running back, Joe Mixon at running back. His receivers are Debo Samuel, Gabe Davis, and Cortland Sutton. He did get Darren Waller, the most hyped training camp of all time, yep. at tight end. Flex right now is Aaron Jones. Some of his bench players include Trevor Lawrence and Alan Lazard. 
Um, I do not like springing for Trevor Lawrence at 59 overall after taking Patrick Mahomes at 19 overall, because this team probably isn't going to do anything if Mahomes gets hurt. So I I don't like that. Uh, I think this team, while it took a receiver earlier than the last team in Debo Samuel, I like Gabe Davis a lot this year. Gabe Davis as the wide receiver two is a little precarious for me. I'm not a huge Cortland Sutton guy, though his uh, his training camp hype has been uh, going through the roof recently. This is another team that I think is a little thinner at wide receiver. I don't love the selection of Trevor Lawrence as a second quarterback in the fifth round. I wonder why he did that, especially having Mahomes as his starter. Yeah. I mean – how many weeks is Lawrence going to out outscore Mahomes? You I love Lawrence. Else another position. I love Lawrence this year, Paul. But uh, Paul, he's my he's my serious XM co-host. Uh, I love I love Trevor Lawrence this year, Ross. But um, I, I I don't like him on a team where Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback one, and I took Mahomes in the second round. So this next roster is intriguing to me, from Aaron Robler. R-O-B-L-Y-E-R. Sorry if I butchered the last name there, Aaron. But he's got Anthony Richardson at quarterback. Then his running backs are not great, uh, to no. be honest with you. David Montgomery and Samaj P. Ryan. But does he make up for it at receiver? With Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley. His tight end is interesting to me. Irv Smith Jr., Flex, he's got Debo Samuel on the bench. Terry McLaurin, CJ, uh, Chris Godwin, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Interesting, by the way, Aaron. He obviously made these picks on DraftKings best ball before both McLaurin and Smith and Jigba got injured in week two of the preseason. Right. That we will actually talk about a little bit later. That is, you want to talk about unlucky. There's a lot to talk about here. Uh, Joe, but let's start with the fact that your boy Aaron went heavy on receivers. If I'm going to take an approach and I'm going to go heavy on one position in best ball, it's going to be wide receiver. So first and foremost, Debo Samuel is the fourth receiver on this team. When Debo Samuel is your fourth receiver, Ross, that's when you can take a little bit of a step back and start drafting some running backs. Now, he might have had success doing this in the past. The thing is, uh, we only have his top two running backs right now. All I see is David Montgomery and Samaj P. Ryan. Um, that is obviously not enough. I would like to see some of the bench running backs on this team. I think Aaron went a little too heavy on on, on wide receivers. Now, of course, he got he ran into some bad luck with Terry McLaurin and Jackson Smith and Jigba getting hurt. But I mean, Smith and Jigba being the seventh receiver on this team, probably a little too aggressive in the in the wide receiver room. And now he's already seeing diminishing returns from that. So the first two guys didn't do enough at receiver. The third guy did too much. Correct. This is like, uh, who's the person where the soup is too hot, too cold, just right? Who's the little girl? Uh, uh, the, the Goldilocks. Goldilocks. Yeah. All right, let's see if DT Huff 21 is Goldilocks. Quarterback is Fields. Running backs, Dalvin Cook and Miles Sanders. Interesting, he took Cook when he was a free agent. Receivers, you got A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, and D.J. Moore. Tight end Dalton Schultz. Then some of his bench guys in flex include James Conner, Cortland Sutton, Zay Flowers, and uh, Williams, the running back down there in New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. 
Uh, this team is very much closer to just right, in my opinion. Now, Dalvin Cook, he took him at 52 overall. I'm going to guess this was earlier in the, obviously he was a free agent. So this was earlier in the off season. I don't think the landing spot for Dalvin Cook was ideal to taking him 52 overall, but he also gets Miles Sanders at the, in the, with the final pick of, of the fifth round. I think that's, uh, I think that's fine. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, is stacked with Justin Fields here. And I, and James Conner at 80 overall is a really good value to help tie things together at the running back position. I think this team has a good balance of of wide receivers. I like starting heavy at receiver, which he did with A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams. Um, DJ Moore is a very good three to stack with Justin Fields. This team, this team could be dancing. By the way, when you're doing your fantasy football drafts, I highly recommend drinking some Labatt Blue Lights with the other guys and gals in your league, with your friends, whether it's in person or remote. Live life to the power of we. Take things to the next level. Take your fantasy football draft to the next level with Labatt Blue Light. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Joe, I kind of like that film submit uh, that that film session thing. It was fun to hear these rosters and to get your thoughts on it. That was pretty cool. Hopefully, we can do a little bit more of that next week. Although we'll have a lot of roster transactions to discuss. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure we get to the injuries. We'll give you more thoughts and more time then, Joe, for preseason week two thoughts because I know you have a bunch, but. We've got both Terry McLaurin and Jackson Smith and Jigba that got injured preseason week two. And it's interesting because, you know, this is chronic, Joe, where, you know, the reports are, oh, McLaurin should be fine. They got good news for week one. Smith and Jigba, three to four weeks. They're going to, they're not going to rush him. Meanwhile, my boy, Dr. Chow over at sportsinjurycentral.com. Longtime Chargers team orthopedic. First of all, you know, he's usually the voice of reason, Joe. I mean, he's not nearly as optimistic as these teams are. Not good for McLaurin, who's a speed guy, who's a good route runner, to have a turf toe injury going into the season. And then Chow thinks Smith and Jigba with a scaphoid fracture could be out for six weeks. So the question is, you know, what does it mean for you right now as you go into drafts over the next couple of weeks with McLaurin and Smith and Jigba? To me, you know, there's risk of not only missing 
games or a game, Joe, but even like how productive are they after that? Right. So I'm going to be honest, and this is absolutely nothing to do with me saying that I was predicting injuries or whatnot. These are just two guys I haven't been drafting a ton of, Ross, and and I'm going to tell you why. Number one, Smith and Jigba, rookie wide receiver on a team with two dominant target hounds in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. And this really just hasn't been a team that's used a number three receiver a whole lot in years past. Now, obviously, mathematics change things. Jackson Smith and Jigba is way better than some of the other number threes that the, the Seahawks have been going through in the years past. But with Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, who have already established rapport with Geno Smith, Smith and Jigba potentially missing up to a month of the season. For Dr. Chow, our guy at Fantasy Points, Dr. Edwin Porras said, Pete Carroll mentioned three to four weeks. Uh, Dr. Porras said he thought that was optimistic. So it does seem like missing the first month of the season is in the cards. So Smith and Jigba is a guy I haven't been drafting a ton of already because we know they're going to run the football there's only so many plays in a game and now he's going to be behind the eight ball and with McLaren it's just that as great as Terry McLaren is and as great as he has been he hasn't ever been really great for fantasy and I think a large part of that if not the entire part of that has been the fact that the quarterback play hasn't been great with Washington and while they're really hyping up Sam Howell and they like Sam Howell and Sam Howell might very well be a good starting quarterback. I'm still a little skeptical in that regard. On the other hand, uh, and, and excuse me, furthermore, Jahan Dotson's been really good this preseason. He's got seven catches for 106 yards and a touchdown. He is super gifted. Terry McLaurin might be ready for the start of the season. We know, ter- I don't know if you've ever had turf toe Ross. Um, I have not. I have heard it is not pleasant. Uh, So he's going to be playing through that early in the season. I'm not against McLaren. I'm not against Smith and Jigba. I might actually be more willing to draft them with their ADPs falling, but more likely than not, these are two guys who are not going to be on really any of my redraft teams this year. So this is wild, Joe. I did have turf toe once Mm -hmm. and started a game on Sunday. Noticed nothing Monday, nothing Tuesday. Wednesday walkthrough, I'm taking snaps during walkthrough, and I'm positive I broke my foot. I mean, I, oh. I every time I push off my foot, there's a sharp pain. And I'm thinking, what the heck is that? So I go in and I say, I said, I, I, I did something to my foot. I don't know what the heck this is. And I thought maybe I had a stress fracture or something. They start to play with it a little bit, and it it turns out I had turf toe, which people don't know, Joe, is a torn ligament in your big toe. Yeah, It's like a sprained ankle or a sprained knee, except it's, you know, uh, a ligament in your big toe. So what they did for me is they put a metal insole into my shoe so that it couldn't, there was no movement there. And then they taped my big toe to the toe next to it. So like my, they basically made it so my big toe couldn't move at all, because what what gave you pain is the flexion up or down at all. Well, as a lineman, I feel like you can get away with that a little bit more than a receiver can, right? I mean, as a receiver, you really need to be able to push off that toe. So that is not a great sign at all. I feel like for those guys, interesting to me that you were already not really in on those guys. It's also interesting to me that everybody doesn't take my advice, Joe, 
and go to the game time app for preseason games. Joe, I'm not working tomorrow night because the game's on Prime Video. I'm still taking my wife and daughters to the Eagles game. I'm on the way to the Jersey Shore anyway. I never get to actually go to the game. I got the tickets from the game time app because they got flash deals for last-minute tickets. It's easy to find, find and buy tickets for every kind of event. I know I'm getting the best price because the game time guarantee means they'll credit you 110% of the difference if you find something you can be in the terrace for $26 right now. Maybe you can even sit next to me at the game, download the game time app, create an account and use code feast for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. So again, create an account, redeem code feast for $20 off download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joe, who's guaranteed to be better than you realize based on preseason week two and what you've seen? Yeah, so uh, we have to talk about this Najee Harris, Jalen Warren thing. And it's become, it's something we've discussed uh, on this program that fantasy Twitter, I, I would say it's a, I would say it's a divisive topic, um, but the hyperbole is getting out of control. People are like, oh, Najee Harris stinks and Jalen Warren's great and blah, blah, blah. Might well be the case. Now, Kenny Pickett has been on the field for 17 snaps and has looked very good, by the way. Kenny Pickett's looked excellent. Um, But Najee Harris has played nine of those snaps. Jalen Warren's played eight of them. Jalen Warren had a 62-yard touchdown run. Look, he has more explosion than Najee Harris. Najee Harris has a lot of versatility and can make tackles miss. Um. They were splitting snaps about 65-35 last year at the end of the season. I would expect that to be kind of the, the same deal. But I don't think Pittsburgh is going to go away from Najee Harris. And if Najee Harris falls too far down draft boards, he's going to be a boring but really effective pick. You know, there's people freaking out about his first touch in the first preseason game, which was a little swing pass where he had no blockers whatsoever that uh, nobody on earth could have made that play work. But people are like, Oh, look at Najee Harris getting swallowed up in the backfield. I think the hyperbole has gotten a little bit out of control, but certainly Jalen Warren is somebody who's going to have a role and needs to have a role for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Matt Canada can't keep him off the field because Matt Canada's job is in jeopardy this year. Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, man, Jalen Warren though. I didn't know he had that in him, Joe. I I didn't know he had that juice. That was legit. What about James Cook up in Buffalo? Yeah, uh, look, he's getting kind of bell cow usage with Josh Allen at at running back. I was in a draft last night. Um, There's not a player in fantasy football whose ADP is going to get juiced as much as James Cook here in, in, in training camp. There's always one or two running backs, I think. Last year, Damian Pierce was the guy. Um, and turns out Damian Pierce was a good fantasy pick. But James Cook is the guy. I was in a draft last night where he went in the fifth round. It was the earliest I've seen him go. Um, James Cook, I, 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 you can't overstate this. Buffalo's first team offense against the Steelers played 16 plays. That's what I consider their first team offense being what Josh Allen played. James Cook was on the field for 15 of the 16 plays. Latavius Murray was in there. They ran some pony. Um, They had one play a pony, but Latavius Murray played two snaps. Damian Harris has been injured. James Cook was on the field for virtually every snap of the first team offense. Um, 
it was it's that's really something that stands out to me in one of what should be one of the best offenses in the NFL. James Cook, like I, look, he's been a seventh, eighth round pick all off season. He went in the fifth in a draft that I was in last night. That seems early to me because of where he's been going, but with his talent and the fact that his role could be massive, it's hard for me to to really criticize that. I think he's justifiably rising up draft boards. How about your boy Michael Wilson with the Cardinals? Yeah, look, he he's a third-round pick out of Stanford. Um, Colt McCoy played three drives um, against the Chiefs. Michael Wilson played every snap uh, on those three drives, all 15 snaps. Um, the thing is, and this wasn't hard to see. The I, I feel like the Cardinals have every incentive to play him like this because he has size. That is something their other receivers do not have. Marquise Brown, Rondale Moore. Greg Dorch, none of these guys are taller than 5'9". Michael Wilson at 6'2", 6'3", he's got size on the perimeter. They got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. I think Michael Wilson's going to have an opportunity to play a lot. And this is a team that is projected to have the fewest wins in the NFL by, by sportsbook lines. So if a team is projected to be the worst team in the NFL, they're going to be throwing the football. So Michael Wilson, to me, he's been a free pick in like the last round of best ball drafts all year. And it's it's a really easy pick to justify. Now he was a third round pick. Okay. I'm not telling you he's going to come in here and catch 75 passes, but there is a great opportunity for Michael Wilson to come out and really establish himself as the X receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. What dude? What happened to Stanford last year? I mean, they had him. They had Tanner McKee. I mean, how, I don't understand how they didn't win. Oh, he, Wilson was hurt, right? Yeah, Wilson was hurt. That was part of the reason he was a third round pick. But yeah, things got a little stale there with uh with, with David Shaw. Um, and uh, Stanford. Look, Stanford puts guys in the league though. They always have and they always will. By the way, your boy Bijan Robinson looks awfully, awfully good, Joe. Yes in limited touches, getting more and more excited about him. I'm excited about the Falcons with Arthur Smith winning seven games last year, primarily with Mariota, who has not looked good this preseason. Next week, we might get to a couple more film sessions, but we will be all over all of the transactions that take place next Tuesday. You must listen, watch, whatever. The Fantasy Feast podcast next week It's going to be a doozy. I'm stuffed. We're done. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Fantasy Feast. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.